Hey, what's up, everybody? Joe Sib here, sitting across from a co-host. Anaya Bogue. Welcome to Rad Parenting. I want to thank everyone for all of those emails. Radparenting at gmail.com. Shout out to producer Allison. She is crushing it. She has been pulling together all the emails. She has been pulling together the plan of attack. We're already talking about 2000, uh, what, 19? yeah. How is that going to happen, 2019? Uh, I don't, what? I can't even, I can't even stop. Yeah. Don't. And it's only freaking July. Joe, yeah. So slow your roll. Yeah. Well, what, by the time they're listening to this, it will be probably Close. September. Yeah. Okay. Cause see right now, see, you know what, you know what our listeners just found out? What? That we got it together. Yes. That we don't just We're come putting in. putting them and, in the can. Yeah. And that we don't half, can I say asset? Yeah. We don't half asset. We come we, in yeah, and do sure. a full gig. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of, I said, I compared our show to a gig. Yep. Hey. Speaking of gig work, um, one of you the announced yet your big news? No, I haven't. Okay, because I don't know if this will be running by then, will it? Okay, I don't know. It might. No, we'll still be in August. Okay, let's keep it a secret. I got some big for news. a little bit longer. Uh, what I wanted to talk about today was it was a topic that um, producer Allison threw at us, mm-hmm. and then you and I started talking about kind of combining combining them. Yeah, these two questions mm-hmm. together. Okay. So here it is. I'll just throw it out on the table right now. We'll get right into it. We will dive into it. Rad Parenting Community, get ready for this meal that's going to happen right now. If you're on the Stairmaster, you've got another 19 minutes to make that 20-minute mark. Okay. When you're parenting, mm-hmm. sometimes throughout my career of parenting, I feel like there are times when the children only want mom. Mm-hmm. So for the people out there... Your partner, you feel totally obsolete. Like, am I even in yeah. on this game? Yeah. Now we've talked about it when they're an infant. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about you know five year old, ten year old, fifteen year old. Like, what am I doing here? Sure. Okay. And I'll say from experience, I've felt the shift so many different times. Yep. Okay. Also, while I'm thinking about that, I've always felt that the argument that happens with everything um, is there's this struggle when like parents are working yeah, or, or one's working and one's not working. Yep. And there's this back and forth with like, well, you know, I'm doing everything here and you're at work. And yes. for the person working is yes. like, Hey, yes. why, why, why are you saying that? I, yeah. I, I'm working. That was the kind of, Hey, before we got married, we talked about this. Right. Or, and you threw a statistic at me on the phone the other day. Yeah. It was nuts where, where when two parents are working, it still may lie on one other partner. Yes, like primarily so both- on the, the female if it's a heterosexual couple. Wow. Yes. So mm-hmm. today what I want to throw out is both of those topics, mm-hmm. but in one episode. Yeah, I think that there is some, I think, because I do think that there is some, um, I think that there's some relationship between those. Not always, but I think it's a good starting place. And then I can talk about some, you know, Sometimes I mean nothing's ever the rule all of the time. Yeah, and and, and what this episode really is about is as you're cruising with your raising your children, mm-hmm. raising your kids with your partner, uh, you're basically trying to figure out this balance continuously. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when you're figuring the balance out, you know there can be a a, a negative part of it and a resentment. Yes, of like yeah. Um, they are totally into me right now, and it would be nice if they were into you because right, yes, yes, and vice versa. And then I feel totally. you know, and then for the people, I'm working all the time. I'm putting a roof over go. our heads. There you you know, of you course just, I don't get to see them as much as you, you do. You just nailed exactly okay. what I want to talk cool. about. Go. So, um, okay, so let's start with. I want to remind us all that the parent-child relationship is a relationship, like any of the other relationships that we have. That we have, however. 
I feel like there is a greater tendency in, in part because of what we saw in our, as children with our parents and the way we've done it for generations, is that we tend to look at the parent-child relationship as somehow different or lesser. Important, not necessarily less important, but somehow we factor in like the child is, is, is more inferior, so I'm going to steer the ship and they're just going to like have to like it or lump it. The importance of seeing it as a relationship, much like any of your other relationships, is relationships take work um, and they usually take shape based on what you are investing in those relationships. So if, for example, mom is the one getting up every night, this is in a heterosexual context, mom is the one that gets up every night with those kids um, you know, she's the one, and now if you're having a, if you're in the nursing phase, yeah, that's, although I'm going to throw it even then dad could go get baby from the crib and bring baby to mom. That was my gig. So there is a, there's a combined effort with the getting up in the middle of the night and having points of contact with that child. Because I think part of the reason, and, and I, and I appreciate Joe that you, you know, there are, you know, sort of pros and cons to everything. Um, I love being the primary go-to for my daughters. And then there are many moments where I'm like, but I really want them to also go to their dad because it's a lot for me to hold to always be the one that they come to. And, and so I think that this requires a really conscious effort in your partnership to actually have the partnership play out in your uh, child rearing in in the relationships you're developing with your children, um, right from the beginning. Uh, so so this idea of like oh you know she's your favorite uh, or, or 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 you know you're their favorite mom for example or you're their favorite dad probably has more than anything to do with a the amount of time and energy that is put into that, the, you know, face-to-face time or, or just presence. And then the other thing is the quality of that interaction. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, it, it, it's funny because at the early ages, I know that a lot of people that are listening are like, well, you know, I, I just, there isn't anything there for me to do. And, 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 mm-hmm. and you get, you feel as a parent, like the bond isn't being mm-hmm. created, but, but what I, what I will, what I do realize is all those things that you're talking about, you know, Going in, getting getting the baby, bringing him mm-hmm. in for the nursing. Um, even when it comes down to preparing food, meals, yes. changing, all those things. I know for a lot of the people that when they're doing that, you're like, oh, great. I got to do all the the grunt work or whatever or just the – but it is – it is that's what you don't realize is that's what I didn't realize until later. That's where I started developing yes. the relationship. Exactly. And even it's a the, form of nurture. Yeah, yeah. It is a form of nurture. There's energy in that, in that, in the preparing of the food. And the, that's why we talk about this, like, oh, it's filled with TLC. That's a real thing. That is energy. And so, you know, in, in, in my case, when my second daughter was born, she was 11 pounds, one ounce. I had to have her via C-section. Not a huge surprise. Anyone how, how big? 11 pounds, one ounce. Wow. Anyone who's had a C-section. What's an average, what's an average kid? Seven, eight, wow, maybe. 11 pounds. That's like Thanksgiving turkey style. It, yes. <laughs> and so what that means, if you've had a C-section, we're actually going to do a show on this in the not-too-distant future, you cannot, for about six weeks, lift anything over 10 pounds. What that meant in our situation, and it was interesting because my my first my first daughter, um, you know, was from a, a previous relationship, even though uh, her her stepdad ended up being part of her life from the time she was five, but he had never uh, he had never 
been part of the deal from the time a, a person was like a brand new little human. And so what those circumstances demanded was that he was interacting. He changed all the diapers. He went and got her out of her crib or out of the bassinet to bring her to me because I could not lift her up out of wherever she was for the first six weeks. And just doing that created a very special bond. And I think that whether, you know, that was forced, I don't know if it would have evolved the same way if it had just been choice and I could have just naturally, I'm a little bit of a control freak, so I probably would not have allowed him to be as involved. But I, I want to just make the case for how important it is. And this, this applies for folks that are listening, that your kid's already way past baby stage. It is never too late. Like any relationship, just think about friendships. Let me draw this parallel. I have friends. My best friend lives in Canada. We have been geographically apart for 20 years, over 20 years now. But I speak to her on the phone almost every day. I have friends here in LA that I see regularly. And I don't put the same amount of quality time and energy into nurturing those friendships. Some of them I do, but... Uh, it's, it's think about the presence that you can have with your child to invest in creating a really beautiful, high quality relationship. And I'm going to talk more after our breaks. I know we got a break about what some of those, what makes, what creates a quality relationship with your child. Um, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll look at that on the other side. And I, and I love that you said that that relationship can start anytime because I know right anytime. now I know right now if you have if, if the people that are listening in the rad parenting community are like okay this really makes sense because we have the newborn and we have the three year old we have the five year old okay on the second half of the show I really want to dive into like no I have the fourteen year old I have yeah. the fifteen year old yeah. I got you know let's do it I have the thirty five year old living at home <laughs> oh! whole other show <laughs> we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. We are back, Rad Parenting. Okay, how you covered in the first part of the show, the the younger. Mm-hmm. I love. I didn't know that too about your situation with the C section mm-hmm. where you couldn't let. That's great. Yeah, God, it's almost a blessing in disguise for yes. your husband. Yes, it was love beautiful. It. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, let's drift into. Um, we talked about. We were going to talk about it a little bit on the show. Okay, as you go through your relationship with your children, now they're older. Yeah. I feel it's pretty common that there's moments in time where both of my kids are like, dad's the guy and mom's not, um, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, especially with my son, when my daughter, there was a whole, there was, a, this is one thing I always say, um, my daughter was so into me up until about sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And I always make the joke. It was like, I put her to bed and during the night, someone came in there and said, Hey, yes. for the next 12 hours, I'm going to let you know how lame your dad is. So when we wake up in the morning, you don't <laughs> talk to him anymore. <laughs> and it literally that happened. Um, so then we went like through. My anybody wife, who's got a kid that age is totally relating to you yeah, right now. Okay, yeah. keep going. Anyway, and what I was going to say was, you know, we went through a span, and now she's going to be. She turns seventeen. Yeah. And now, now, You're now I'm favorite. cool again. Yeah. Because she's like, "Hey, Dad, you know, I never knew you. You know, you toured with these guys. Or, yeah. hey, Dad, can you? T-, you know, she's, the other night she got stranded. Not stranded, but she went to go see a band at the Roxy. Yeah. Here in Hollywood, and and she was like, "Oh my God, the ticket didn't get printed out. What a dad, dad." And I called, and yeah. it was she called me because she knew I knew someone at the. Yeah. Yeah. Got her into the show. Um, actually, producer Allison's husband. Nice. Yes. Sweet. He got her into the show. Nice. It was awesome. But the point being was we have this bond now, music, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Dad, yeah. I'm going to start a business. Let's talk. Okay. Um, then my, But then there was a whole moment where it was just mom 
and they they go to her, they go to they go to Karen for mm-hmm. you know all the heavy topics, mm-hmm. which kind of bums me out. Okay. But then I realized that maybe they don't go to me for the heavy topics because sometimes my response to the heavy topics is so like, what? Like they just see the look on my face of like, I've just been thrown off a cliff and I'm just like, oh, yes, you know? And, Perfect, and Joe. Karen is so much like, oh, really? Everyone had cigarettes at the party? Okay, yeah. Oh, there was, oh, they were, they were passing around brownies with pot in them. Oh, wow. Okay. What was that oh, like for you? And, and where, where was the party? Oh, it was. It was in it our was backyard. Up a, it really? was up in a tree, <laughs> and were their parents there? No, no. And then you set the tree on fire. Wow! How did it make you feel when the tree was on fire? <laughs> oh my gosh! Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I do, and that's so brilliant, Joe. Okay. So, <clears throat> okay. Whew! How's my time? Okay. You're doing good. Okay. So here's Are you the having thing. a hot flash? No, I'm not. I'm getting really excited because you just set me up so brilliantly. Hey, folks, Black Cohosh. I'm back on the Black Cohosh. Hot flashes almost down to nothing. Wow. Yes. So folks out there dealing with menopause, Black Cohosh could be your friend as it has been mine. This is my second time around with it, so I'm a big fan. Can they be a sponsor of the show? Oh, let's let's find that out. Okay. Oh, gosh. Sounds anyway, like a metal well, it's, band. That's the actual, um, anyway, that's the actual herb, but lots of people produce it. Okay, here we go. go. So going back, folks, I want to keep bringing you back to think of your relationship with your child as just another, not just in the like minimizing it, as no different than any other relationship you have in your life. What you water grows. That does not mean that you and your partner, and you just you just illustrated it beautifully, you are a different person than Karen. You bring different experiences. You bring different strengths, different weaknesses to the table, as does she. In an ideal situation, if we are parenting in partnership, we, first of all, have some awareness of that, of what, what the different things that we can... Okay, I got this. You take that, right? Because we know what we're going to be able to handle. You're going to be able to handle a conversation much better about like a meltdown at the Roxy and, and, and something to do with a band, and I'm going to be able to handle the conversation about the kids smoking weed and the yeah. tree up the neighbors, whatever. On fire. Right. And, and, and the, what makes it... You can handle it better is not, you're going to give them a pass per se. It's going to be that you're going to be able to have a calm, informed conversation where you can somehow relate with what they're talking about. Um, But the key thing there is calm because if you, again, draw the parallel to somebody, a friend, somebody you consider a friend, if they came to you or let's say you went to them and you wanted to say, oh my gosh, I'm going through this thing. And they came back at you with judgment, with big reaction, with things that shut us down internally. You're never going to want to go talk to that friend about that again. You'll talk to that friend about other things that you bond on, but you're not going to go back on that one. And this is where I think it's really, um, we, we both want to be doing the work from the time they're little, but especially for those of you who have kids who have, are moving into adolescence. So let's just say nine and up. This is where, folks, you really want to get your ability to be to remain calm without judgment, without shame. That is what is going to get your kids continuing to want to come to you. So hard to do. It is hard to do. And the ones when it comes to a topic that you're like, I got at least a year of therapy on this one before I'm going to be able to sit and talk calmly about this, you have to say to your partner, you need to take this one. And when your kid comes to you and wants to talk about it, you just at least be able to muster up the energy or the calm to say, you know what? 
I think your dad's going to be better on this one. I hear you, and I I want to support you, and and can I'm I here. Can I say that? But yes, <laughs> no, you should. You should because this is the whole thing: is we want our kids to keep talking to us, and if if we're part, if we're parenting in partnership, and this this goes even if if you are divorced, I think it's really really important that part of staying a united front and staying on the same page, and it does become more difficult when you're divorced, not only because of you know the geographic separation, but also because you might be divorced because you got some hardcore value differences. Um, but to the extent that it's possible, you want to know when it's your it's your time to take center stage and when the other parent is going to do better. And the do better is about how can I, how can I, how can my, how can one of us engage with our kid in a way that is going to um, be open-minded, open-hearted, non-judgmental, non-shaming, so that we can work together to figure this out, keep them safe, help them make a good decision, and not have them going and talking to their peer group who know freaking nothing and may steer them in the wrong direction. Sidebar really quick. Mm -hmm. I got to give a shout out to the parents that are divorced but don't have anyone else yes. in their life to help yes. them. Uh, for the for the parents that are just running this solo right now, mm -hmm. what, what do you suggest for them for, for if someone comes to them, you know, their son or daughter comes to them and goes, Hey mom, A, B, and C. And they're like, oh my yeah. gosh, what do they do? Okay. So situation? first of all, you take a beat. Remember always a rule of thumb. If your kid comes at you with something that you're like, oh, I am so not ready for this one, but you don't want to scare them away. What you do is you take a beat, say, wow, this is, I can tell that this is really important to you. And I really want to be able to be fully present and be able to like really give you a good response. Can we talk about this you know, tonight at dinner, mm -hmm. can you give me till tomorrow morning, whatever you need to do to give yourself a reasonable amount of time. Then you identify, and I would encourage you, if you just watch, your children will naturally gravitate. And this is like a personality, human chemistry thing. Watch from the time your kids are young. And if you haven't, start watching right now, whether they're 12 or 13 or 14, because this is when these people become really important. Watch who the other adults in your life are that your kids really vibe with. And go to that person, especially if they are trustworthy, reasonably intelligent, and 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 are on on a page that you can get down with. Meaning, you might not have all the same experiences or the exact same value, but you know that they know enough about this and that they truly care about your child's well-being and safety. That you can say, I want to encourage Bobby or Susie to come and have a chat with you because I don't think I can do this one. And this is a good advice, even if you if you are, you have both parents, but you just know neither of you are going to be able to handle this one. You get that other adult on board as a, I call it in, in, in the comprehensive sexual health world, we call this an askable adult, an adult who can listen, who can be trustworthy, who can be non-judgmental, non-shaming, and guide this child in a way that will help them to stay safe Great. and healthy. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, uh, we're going to get out of here. Mm -hmm. All Stairmaster, all walkers, all joggers, you're on your route to work uh, your 19 minutes in. I like doing that on the show. I do I, too. I wish when I when I listen to my podcast, they did that. Yeah, because like, like being in an exercise class, I love it when they're calling out the time yeah. so you know how much longer you have to push. I love it. So we're 19 minutes Kay. in. Uh, I want to just go into the final part of this sure. particular show. Uh, when there is that battle or that conversation of I'm doing everything. I feel yes. like you're at work all day, but then you come home and, and I, I'm still doing everything. Yes. And then uh, for the two people- Or we're that both work, working. Did you already Folks, mention- Folks, no, let me tell you that this it, is the stat. Yeah, this is the stat in for us. Set it up though. Set okay. it up. So in 
in uh, this came out of a, an article and a study that was around like what is how are our children getting programmed about around undervaluing women in society and the one of the the primary place that they 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 tracked it to is at home having to do with the gender stereotypes that that heterosexual parents model and what we know is that even in heterosexual couples where both parents are working both parents are employed the 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 female in the relationship the mother is still doing 65% of the child care and child care related duties. Plus all of her work at the office exactly. or wherever she works. And so wow. look at, this is a plug for if you want your marriage to survive, if you want to set a good example for your children about what partnership looks like, if you want to continue to be in a healthy, happy home for yourself and for all parties involved, it is critical that you sit down and you say, okay, we need to make sure that we have a fair division of like running this ship so that I'm not getting resentful. You're not getting resentful. The whole thing doesn't start to steer into a big iceberg because, uh, and we set a poor example for our kids. Let's get this right. So where do we need to make the adjustments? Uh, those of you, like if you're like me and you tend to be a little bit of a control freak, you got to dial that back. And those of you who are willing to kind of like, well, if he wants to do everything or if she wants to do everything, I'm okay with like doing less. Step up your game, folks, because this is what's really important. And, and there's this wonderful little phrase that I, I just, um, I don't know why this is coming to mind right now, but it's uh, don't bitch without a pitch is it, <laughs> come to the table. And if you're going to say, look, this is not cool with me. Also come, even if it's totally legit, come ready to the conversation to really talk about solutions. Because I don't think that this is a difficult one. The di most difficult part is going to be getting past the big emotions to have a constructive conversation and say, okay, here are all the things that need to, do, need to be done to run this household on a daily basis. I'm starting to get resentful. You're resentful that your kids, that the kids don't want to spend as much time with you because they see so much of me. I'm getting resentful because they see so much of me and I feel like I'm doing so much. How do we create a more balanced situation to create a good example for our kids and make sure that we both are not becoming resentful of each other and really um, uh, being in partnership and then create a plan? Yeah. That's so important because, man, that statistic, I got to tell you right now, just phased me. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is so like unfair and so crazy. And it's time to change. Yeah. Now we know. And then, yeah. and then the other thing I want to say on the to do, on that little to do list that. is that remember whatever points of contact you have, be present. No shaming. No judgment. Open mindedness. Calm. If you want your kids to keep coming to you and and develop this really lovely relationship. A, draw the parallel of a friend, the friendship that you put the most time and energy into. Um, and it's more the energy than the time, really. The, the genuine, I care about this person, I care about this relationship, care about your relationship with your kids, for real. And, I, I'm, and gonna sacrifice, I'm gonna sacrifice it right now. Like when you're in that moment and, I, and, and the conversation's happening and, and you start to drift into that look on your face, just go, yeah. don't make the Joe Sib face. Can't make the Joe Sib face. Seriously. <laughs> You, you could, did what? Yeah, yeah. You, oh, With who? What? Oh my! Yeah, you know, I've I've done that, and 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 now that the kids are older, they you know they call me out on it. Dad, you're making that face again. And I'm like, what face? And then I literally have to look like in the mirror in the car, and I'm like, oh, I'm making that face of it looks like I just got pushed out of a plane without a parachute. Yeah, just screaming. Yeah. Uh yeah. That this show was so important to do for me because. I feel like, you know, a lot of times we do, you know, such topics that are just nuts and bolts 
and and okay, you know, sleep training, how to deal with you know how to deal with the pet that you got when you bring the baby home. But this conversation right here really dealt with it, it's like the behind the scenes of what's going on in a family. Oh, and to me, it's I think backstage it's, it's stuff. the pulse. Yeah. At the end of the day, our relationship with our child and our relationship with our partner, those that is the pulse of the family. And getting that right is more important than how much money am I making, how many activities, how much stuff can I buy them. This is the essence, and it is what they will remember more than anything. And, and I will say this for everyone being on this ride of the relationship with my two kids throughout the years, there, there was times, and, and, and it's being on the other side of it now, I'll share this with everybody, is that, you know, there's times right now for the moms or for the dads that feel like, wow, my son or daughter's with, you know, my partner and, and, and it seems they're going to them for everything. And then, and then I'll tell you this right now, it switches back and forth throughout the entire relationship. Uh, and, and I'm, I'm living proof of that. I, mm -hmm. I see it all the time. My son would go to his mom for so many different things. My daughter would come to me and then it switched. Yep. And then there was times when Karen said to me, you know what? Nate is really all about you right now. Yes. He just, you know, he really is figuring it out. And then there'll be times where my, my wife will remind me, Hey, you didn't see it right now. But that uh, chest is saying, hey, dad, can you pick me up at work? Yes. And you're saying, and I'm saying to myself, oh, yeah, great. I got to drive an hour into Hollywood and I got to drive an hour back. And, and my wife, will, Karen, will remind me. She's like, hey, that's her way of saying she wants to hang with you. Yes. And, I, and, and, and you know what hanging might be? In the car, not even really talking about anything. And I'm like, okay, but this is what she's asked for. Yeah. So it, it goes back and forth. Yeah. Uh, Ebbs and, and flows. Yeah. But thank you so much for all the information today. And that statistic, man, we really, really got to work on that. Work that out. Work that out. Hey, anyone that wants to send an email, uh, radparenting at gmail.com. Uh, please let us know any ideas for shows, any thoughts on this show that you had. Take a time. Write an email. Hey, I know I've, I haven't said it in a while. Write a review on the show. That always helps us so much at iTunes. Go to iTunes, write a review on the show. Give us like those stars that are so awesome. Uh, with all that said, my name is Joe Sib. And Anaya Bogue. And we're out of here. Late. Late.